Hello, everybody. So welcome to the very first episode of Here We Go 23. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Skylar Shoup. I'm 19 years old. I'm a singer-songwriter, a student, a Christian girl, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and for this first episode, I'm kind of just gonna talk about, you know, the name of the podcast, what's the purpose of it, why I'm doing it, who it's intended for, all of that stuff. So this first episode is just an introduction. That's why it's pretty short, because I just want to tell y'all what exactly this is. So starting off with the name, I based it off of Psalm 23, because that's my all-time favorite scripture. That's that's by far my go-to all the time. So the 23 part is based off of Psalm 23. And I'll kind of go into depth at the end about why I love that scripture um, and why it's so important to me and kind of like the way I interpret it and, and all of that stuff. So I'll go into that a little bit later. So the here we go part I kind of got because like, I feel like when people read the Bible, like when I read the Bible and you're looking at all these scriptures and you know, in the Bible, it's all the time talking about let go and let God and have faith and just follow the Lord with all your heart and don't want anything else and God will take care of you. And there's all, all these promises of God's love and, and his promises that he has for you and his dreams and, and everything. And so life is tough. All of us know that. And I feel like when we read the scripture, it's kind of just like, you know what? All right, here we go. The Lord has all these promises. He's He's got, you know, all these plans for me. You know, he intends good for my life. All right, here we go. I'm going to let go. I'm going to let God. And we're just going to see what he does. So that's where the here we go part came in. For me, it's just kind of me looking at especially Psalm 23 and just being like, all right, here we go, Psalm 23. Let's see what you're going to do. Let's see what Jesus is going to bring. Let's see what he's going to do. So that's where the here we go part is because it's just kind of like letting go and just trusting in God and trusting in the scripture and trusting in the things that he has for you. So what's the purpose of this podcast and why am I doing it? So the purpose, I mean, obviously this is a um, Christian religious podcast. That's the category it's under. I think the category is like spiritual I kind of intended it to be, I don't know, like a devotional. Um, I'd love for people to turn this podcast on when they're going through hard times or or maybe they are having trouble getting to church because they're busy or, or whatever it is. And so they turn on this podcast. But there's three really big reasons why I decided to do this. One, I don't know, I kind of just out of the blue felt the Lord lay it on my heart, kind of called me. And, you know, told me, you know, this, I have an idea. I have a crazy idea. I'm like, okay, podcast, whatever, okay. And so that's number one. Number two is, for those of you, okay, first of all, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Belmont student and I have a lot of great teachers and I'm so very blessed to go to that school. I absolutely love it. One of my biggest mentors, um, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he looks at us and he says, the world needs more people doing the thing that makes them come alive. So I was like, okay, what makes me come alive? And spreading the gospel and giving people hope and introducing people to the love that I was introduced to at such a young age 
I love that. That's that sets me on fire. So number two, the reason why I'm doing this is it's a platform for me to spread the gospel and talk about what I'm going through and what God is teaching me. And then through, you know, my circumstances and the teachings, you know, that God's giving me, I'm hoping that maybe it will resonate with somebody else. Maybe somebody can, I don't know, connect with it, learn from it, whatever it is. Um, so it's a platform for me to do what I love. Number three, um, it keeps me accountable and it, it forces me to read my Bible and to stay close to God. And if, if anything, it, it keeps me accountable. So those are the three reasons why I started this podcast. So who do I intend it for? Who will listen to Here We Go 23? Pretty much anyone. Obviously, I'm a young adult. I'm 19. So I, I would say it probably, I don't know, maybe will lean more towards the young adults. I don't know. But I'd say for young adults and adults, anybody can really listen to it. Um, and it's for people who want to learn about scripture and Jesus and, you know, just about his love for us and the stories of the Bible and how they can relate to your life. People who want a spiritual family slash community. So that's who it's for. So if that's you, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for listening. And if you notice, there are five episodes available right now, one of which being, you know, this introduction episode. But the regular upload schedule is going to be every Tuesday and Thursday. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to upload one episode. So there will be two new episodes every week. All right, so now I'm going to get into why I love Psalm 23 and why it is my ultimate all-time favorite passage of scripture. So first, I'm going to read you Psalm 23. So if you want to, open your Bibles and follow along. So Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Kind of unpacking that from verse 1, I'm going to work from verse 1 down to verse 6 and just dive into what each verse means. So verse 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's pretty simple. It's pretty black and white. Obviously, the Lord, you know, is being compared to a shepherd. That's a metaphor. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But the fact that they compare the Lord to a shepherd, that's significant. Because a shepherd guides his sheep. A shepherd protects his sheep. A, a shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep to save them. And the Lord sent his son and his son laid down his life for us to save us. So the fact that they picked shepherd, that's very important. That's a, a significant metaphor and it means so much. You really have to understand what a shepherd is and what they do and how they feel towards their flock of sheep to really understand the whole, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. 
He's your protector. He laid down his life for you. That's a big deal. And it says, I shall not want. Because when the shepherd's taking care of you, you have no needs. All your needs are met. He knows all your desires. He is taking care of you, both physically, mentally, emotionally. You're taken care of. So you shall not want. Because the Lord, your shepherd, is going to give you everything. He's going to fulfill all the desires of your heart. So, well, verse one already is just, it's filled with lots of promises, y'all. It's a great verse. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse two says, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Okay, if we're sheep, okay, we need some green pastures up in here. We need food, okay? We need to be taken care of. We need still waters that aren't filled with a whole bunch of predators that are going to eat us and attack us so we can get nourishment. So that's the whole metaphor, putting it in real terms, is God is going to lead you to a place where you can flourish. God's not going to, and you know, yeah, you might, you know, walk through the valley, which that's later on in the scripture. You might have to walk through the valley to get to that green pasture. But the whole point is your shepherd, he, you know, the Lord is your shepherd. You will not want, and he's going to take you to these green pastures. And then it says, he leadeth me beside the still waters. This all kind of goes together, the whole, he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside still waters. All of it goes together. God is going to take you to a place where your absolute desires, all of them are just completely met. All your needs are met. It ties back into the, I shall not want. You are going to be taken care of. At the end of the day, when it is all said and done, you, my friend, are going to be taken to green pastures and you're going to be beside still waters. So then verse three says, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So he restores your soul. Oh, thank goodness God restores our soul because think of how nasty and worn down your soul gets from this earth. So God's going to restore that. Because your shepherd will always take care of you. So he's going to restore your soul. And he leads you in the path of righteousness. So you are going to walk like Jesus did. And it's for his name's sake. You're going to recruit more sheep, y'all. That's what you're doing. You're growing Jesus' flock. So then in verse 4 it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. This verse is probably my all-time favorite out of the entire scripture. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's some heavy stuff because there are times in life where <laughs> we are going to be walking through the valley of the shadow of death and it is dark and it is lonely and it is painful and it is not fun. But it's saying even though you walk through that valley, you, sometimes you got to walk through that valley, like I said, to get to your green pasture. That's okay, though, because at the end, you're going to get your green pastures and your still waters. But you got to walk through the valley. And while you're walking through that valley, you don't have to fear any evil. Because your shepherd, your Lord, he's got you. It says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
So if you've ever, you know, seen a shepherd's rod, if you haven't, you can Google it. It literally is just like a long stick with a hook at the end. And what the rod is for is when sheep start to wander, like if they get too far away, the shepherd will reach out his rod and he will hook the sheep and he will pull them back. So that's pretty significant because there are a lot of times when we're going through hard times in our life and we get distracted and we let the enemy come into our hearts and to our minds and let us let him put all this stuff into our hearts, into our minds. And, you know, we start to wonder, we start to lose sight of God. But he has a rod that he will stretch out and he will hook you and he will pull you back. And there's no amount of distance that you can go that's too far for that rod. So then it says, you know, thy staff, they comfort me. So if you've ever seen a shepherd's staff, it's pretty much just like a big stick. So the staff is also used, you know, for guiding sheep, for kind of, you know, corralling them in the right direction. And it's used to defend off enemies. So when you're walking through this path, you know, when you're walking on this path with God and, you know, you start to wander and you start, you know, to go in different directions, he's going to A, put out his rod, pull you back in. B, he's got this staff. He's kind of going to whip you into shape and get you on the path. But he also is going to protect you from your enemies. Okay, that's that's what this whole verse is talking about. They comfort me. So be comforted by the fact that you are protected by the Lord's rod and his staff. That's a big deal. Verse 5 says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. So, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Let me tell you, that's bold. Okay, that is bold. Jesus is the real gangster because he's he's not even going to let you wine and dine, okay? He's going to let you do it in front of your enemies. That's crazy. So, and if you look up like a table of land, so kind of going back to the whole metaphor into the whole, you know, sheep, shepherd, pastures, waters, that kind of thing. A table of land is where there's lots of green, there's lots of vegetation, so the sheep thrive there. They are safe there. So when it says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, your enemies are going to see you thrive. The people who are bringing you down, who are tearing you down right now at this moment, in the end, when you are walking through your green pastures and you are led by your still waters, they're going to see it. Okay, God's not going to bless you in private. He's going to bless you publicly. And then it goes on to say, Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. And it's funny because, you know, Facebook actually gave me something very beneficial. It was a long, long time ago. It was a while back. But there was this post going around. And it's funny because this was going around right when I had the idea to do this podcast and right when I had, like, come up with the name. So... That It was just totally Jesus the way it worked out. But I can't exactly remember what it said. But the post had to do with Psalm 23 and the part where it says, Thou anointest my head with oil. And it, it was talking about like with sheep, the shepherd would pour oil over their head. And so it could get inside their ears and get out all the infections and bugs and things like that. Anything that shouldn't be in their ears in their heads, essentially, the oil would wash all of it away. 
So I don't, that touched my heart because when it says that God anointed your head with oil, you know, he's clearing out all the bad thoughts you know, all, all the things that are whispering into your mind, you know, the, the, all the things that the devil are, is telling you when he pour, pours that oil over your head, all of that vanishes. And then it says, my cup runneth over. We are so blessed. And at the end of the day, we are going to receive all of our blessings that we, we're, we're going to be, I mean, we're going to be partying y'all. We're going to have so much blessings. We don't, we don't know what to do with them. So our cup is going to run over. And then finally, verse six says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So my friend, you have been promised goodness and mercy for all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, I mean, I don't know if I need to tell y'all why I love Psalm 23. I mean, I just gave y'all a whole list of reasons. It is God's promise for us. He is our shepherd. We shall not want. He's going to take care of us. He's going to bless us. Everything is going to work for his glory and for his good in the end. So that's the end of this very first podcast. You know, I, I hope you will listen to episode number two and all the episodes afterwards. And I hope you enjoyed this little introduction. Um, don't forget to leave a review. Let me know what you think. Message me. Um, if you guys follow me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, send me a message. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, um, any improvements that you have. Just kind of reach out. Let me know how you're feeling with this podcast. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll listen to episode number two, which is called Adult Slump, Giving It All to God.